Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president of McGregor and Liedeke. I'm your self-publishing insider, Carice Crow, novelist and speaker. I had an experience in which um, an author, their book came out and they had Mm -hmm. a ton of influencers that were like supposed to help with promoting it. Right. Right. And thankfully it went well. (laughs) This is something that does not always go well. Right. Um, usually it's just like a hot mess. So what, like what happens with influencers is the publisher says, we need your list of influencers. And then we're going to put together some kind of mailing to each of them. And then, so then they're going to get your book and then they'll have a physical copy that they can hold up and make their video and do whatever that they do. Right. And typically this turns into a, <laughs> a process in which we talk about, well, what else are we going to send them? We can't just send them the book. We have to send them some kind of like pizzazz, right? So <laughs> I've had authors send, um, well, recently I had one send like bath bombs, which was kind of cool. So you, you get the book and then you get this, like these like, that's bath awesome. Bombs. Yes. Yes. So so these ideas are getting more and more creative as the years go on is something that I've discovered, right? Yeah. Okay. So when you've talked about like these free tchotchkes that come with, um, with this, you know, this unboxing package or however you end up doing it. Okay. So this is my life. My husband is also an author and he has too many good connections with like how to get your stuff onto products that are not books. So Like the other day he had four t-shirts that came in the mail of like new, some of them were like new book covers and some of them were character art that he had done for his characters. Uh, And then like, but the list, okay. Posters are the biggest thing that clutter all over it. Like everywhere you walk down to my basement and there's like posters and these are not like cute little 18 by 24 inch things. No, these are like three and four foot tall monstrosities. You won't be able to see this, listeners. Uh, this is a mouse pad of a book cover Ooh. that he bought. He does not have this book written, but he has got it on a mouse pad. This book has no title. He is still nailing it down. And we own it on a mouse pad. And what's what's really ridiculous about that is that once that book comes out, he's going to buy another mouse pad. He's going to have to because there's no title on this mouse pad. It's just, it's a beautiful cover. I mean, it really was. It was, but still. So when you say like free tchotchkes. Yeah. He's the king. I'm thinking like magnets and posters and t-shirts. So no. I I love this bath bomb idea because, because when you said bath bomb, I was like, Oh, like, what did you put in the middle of it? Was it like a little miniature of your book? No, it can just be a bath bomb. Yeah. That's fine. It's a bath bomb. So that's so funny. So yes, clearly your husband is the king of these tchotchkes. Yes. Um, His approach though, I mean, we're kind of moved away from the whole, like, give the magnets and pens and calendars with your book cover on it. Right. And we've moved toward bath bombs. Um, One author gave um, 
it was like a wooden plaque with like a really cool artwork burned into the wood that had like a really inspirational message. Um, nice. It was, it was produced by some like, you know, Etsy shop that was like right. handcrafted goods. In there, he also gave Pop Rocks for, <laughs> for his, like the candy for his right. followers. Um, so these boxes are getting more and more like creative right. and just fun. Yeah. And I'm thinking of a friend of ours and fellow author, and she wrote a, um, like an apocalyptic series that she's still working on. And when she sent us out our freebies, um, we got the book, of course, and we got a nice canvas tote bag that had the cover on it. But then it also had the other things that were in there were little call-ins to like things that happen in the story. So like the, that kind of dehydrated food packet, she got the exact one that she talks oh, about in the that's story. Awesome. Or the character carries around this navy blue small moleskin notebook. So she included that with it. Or um, like these biohazard zombie stickers because there were zombies in it. And so it was little things that actually kind of teased your interest, like, oh, I wonder where this fits in the story. So I think if you do something like that and include that for your influencers, it makes for, it's certainly made for more interesting rather than just like, here's five products and they all have the book on them. It actually got the influencer interested. Yeah. It, it's definitely this like big hug. Like, thank you for influencing mm-hmm. my book. Mm-hmm. I put a lot of thought into this box of things and I hope that you are just excited as I am. Like, exactly. So that's what we're going for. And um, so that's, that's part of the process, figuring out what your influencer box is going to be. And then you get the names to the publisher, the publisher packages it all up and mails it out. And then around release day, everyone starts unboxing and posting their videos and posting their pictures and all of that. And it's like just a way to get a lot of great hype, right? Um, But of course, I've seen instances in which this doesn't go very well. I've seen the book gets mailed out. There's no follow-up. There's no clear call to action. It's just womp. (laughs) The end, (laughs) you know, you're hoping that maybe they talk about right. it to their friends, I guess. Right. Sure. So, um, so I jotted down some, just some good rules of thumb for go as you go through the whole working with a, your influencer list. Again, these are people that you know, who have a following. It can be, it can be as little as 5,000 or as big as a, in the millions. Right. And they, they have a following that cares about what they say. Um, and is interested in knowing their recommendations for things. So I think up front, you just want to make it clear what the expectations are. And it, it doesn't have to be a lot because obviously they're doing this as a favor to you. So you're sending them the box of goodies and then, hey, just post a video or maybe they'll do like a blog post right up for you. Maybe they'll have you on their podcast. There can be some additional things that you can ask of them. Um, you just want to make sure that you can put your best foot forward when it comes to getting your message or your book in front of their audience. So whatever that looks like for this and for, for each influencer, make sure that you're upfront and you ask them specifically, I would love it if 
I could be on your television show. I could be on your podcast. Exactly. Um, Be clear about those asks. Of course, then offer to provide anything that they need to get the word out. This includes social media graphics, questions for the interview, if they're going to interview you, Um, pre-written text for the posts. Carice, you've mentioned that, like just providing them. Here's all your tweets. If you want to use them, here they are. They don't have to use them, of course. Um, then you want to provide all of the hashtags, all of the hashtags, all of the the social media handles that you want the, to them to include. Just get them all of that information so that they have it in front of them. Um, you offer them a free book. Of course, that comes in the book box of goodies that we talked about. And I want to say for providing those kinds of social media assets, you definitely can send them out in advance. But if you're really trying to make a push like on your launch day or a week after launch or whatever you settle on, make sure that even if you have sent those assets out in the past, that you don't just send out a, hey guys, today's the day to post the things that I sent to you two weeks ago. Because if you have to leave that email and then go find it, you're just less likely to do it. Because if you get it, even if it's the same thing, hey, here's a reminder, it's the big day, here's all the same information you guys already got, probably already took a look at, and then they have it for sure. It's like you said, the easier you can make it for people to help you, the more they are going to be able to help you. Absolutely. That is such a good idea to refresh them with everything that they need right at their fingertips on launch day or, you know, when it's their turn to do their video or whatever. Exactly. Um, And then I've seen a lot of authors get really good results from just reposting everything that's being posted. So keeping track of those hashtags and those mentions and then putting it on your live feed or on your Instagram stories and just keeping the good vibes coming. And that makes it feel like if I'm following someone And if suddenly this person is posting all of these unboxing videos of their book, that makes me feel like, wow, this is a big deal. (laughs) This, this book is a lot bigger than just our little Instagram community. You know, it's. Well, and it taps into that little bit of FOMO that everybody has, that fear of missing out. Like, oh, all of these people are talking about this. What's this about? I need to know. I don't want to miss something good. And then one I guess, warning is to, I think it's easy to expect your influencers to do all of the work, but goodness, you need to be posting about your book too. There's nothing worse than like when I go to see how one of my authors is doing on launch day and they haven't even posted a picture of themselves with their own book. Like that's just kind of, hmm, you really should do that. Like You really should do your own video, do your own photo, put out your own content of your book instead of just expecting everyone else to do that heavy lifting. And I think this kind of goes back to, it can be hard sometimes to do those things because it feels so much like boasting, but like you have advocated, really try to put yourself in the shoes of the reader or what you like to see when you're a reader. And as long as it's tracking with that, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're in the clear. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not over the top. It's not grandiose. It's just part of doing the business. Mm-hmm. And really it, when you do it right, it feels like it's just one big party. 
Right. And it's like, hey, it's my birthday. My book is coming out. Mm -hmm. Everyone celebrate. And that's that's the right vibe that you want. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gatecrashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me slash gatecrashers, or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.